0: Richard, you're a big fan of Brent Geese.
1: Devoted to them, yes, absolutely devoted to them. Now people who are not living along the coast may not be familiar with this bird because it's a coastal bird. Now it's a very good goose to look at because it's very tame. Most geese will disappear the moment you show up on the horizon. The grey legs or the white fronts or the pink feet, they are nervous and they go, but the Brent sticks around. He allows you to come in say Dublin in the estuaries around in the East Coast, you can get down to about 10 metres from them and they don't take much notice of you. That's because where they breed, there are no people. It's on the the deserted islands of the Canadian Arctic, 6,000 kilometres away. They're not molested or hunted up there. So when they come here, they have learned to trust us. They're not suspicious of us. Remember, the word... Brent is actually derived from Brunnen or burned an old proto-Germanic word meaning burned and indeed they look like a log a charred log that's been in a fire all night with grey, white and black Mm. they have that kind of appearance now they form flocks and in those flocks they are not alone. The birds are not alone. They are in little family groups, in family. They are birds that value education. When they leave the Canadian Arctic, they take their babies with them. They form into flocks, but they bring them with them all the way, fly down through Canada, cross over to Greenland, fly on to Iceland, from Iceland onto Strangford Lock. It is a huge journey and they teach the youngsters that and the youngsters stay with them through the winter and go back with them for a revision, a revision course and that's very important. Education is power and they give their youngsters that education. Education of where to go in autumn and how to get back in the spring anyway they stay late because they've got to go so far but they in march now they will be fattened up and some of them will go in march and the rest of them will go in april now there's one thought about this when i started when i came to dublin first 50 odd years ago to malahide Brent geese were, were, people were worried about the Brent geese. There was about 6,000, if I recollect, around the Irish coast. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were thought to be uh, declining. They were vulnerable. And uh, in Malahide, we had a um, couple of hundred at times. Major Rutledge, the famous ornithologist, was studying them. And I used to help him going around reading collars and their neck collars to know who was where. But now there are, I believe, some like 30,000 here so although lots of other birds which were considered safe have declined enormously and you hardly ever see them now, the Brent oddly enough, have thrived. And it's great to see it. It
0: is. It seems to be doing very well indeed, this bird. And we know these numbers thanks to people like Eric Dempsey, our man who counts birds. In fact, I caught up with him at Irish Town Stadium during the week when he was doing just that, counting the Brent geese before they leave on their long migration northwards.
2: So this is one of the locations that I come to on a regular basis, Irish Town Stadium in Ringsend. It's a beautiful facility for the local people to have this right on their doorstep. But, of course, I'm not here to run around the track and lose a bit of weight, although I could do it doing that. (laughs) Um, I'm, of course, looking at the Brent Geese. And uh, this is one of the the favourite areas in... Um, you know, this part of Dublin where the Brent geese are feeding here and Sean Moore Park, which is just across the road, the GIA pitches here. And at this time of the year, the the geese are busy feeding. You know, they've they've spent the winter, uh, the Brent geese have spent the winter in and around all the different areas around Dublin. But they're very actively feeding now because March is the time when they really do need to put on weight. And these birds need to feed up. To put on weight for their Atlantic crossing back to the breeding grounds, and they will be leaving Ireland probably towards the end of March, beginning of April, depending, of course, on the uh, the weather. And so the birds are very actively feeding at the moment. And when the Brent geese arrived, and we've talked about this before, Derek, when mm-hmm. the Brent geese arrive, uh, they, they eat the eel grass along the coast, and they will start moving onto the football pitches. So it's like fast food for them. Um, they, they, if they arrive, and it's very interesting this year because you can tell young birds, young birds have like pale coverts, like pale bars on their back. And this winter, the birds have brought back big numbers of young birds. Every pair of adults seem to have two or three, sometimes even four young tagging on. So, what the geese are doing is they're bringing the young birds around. To all the best pitches <laughs> and the young birds are learning where to go you think
0: they keep it for themselves
2: well they, they are really looking after their young they're instructing their young and, and it, is it is their young it is their so young so you're talking
0: about families A flying family, those flocks yes
2: within because you'll see they have they stick together the young birds stay with the adults right through the whole winter and they're learning the ropes now last winter there was hardly any young birds And it meant that there was enough food for the adults to stay on the coast into January. So the big numbers didn't start moving onto the football pitches until, you know, January, late January, mid-January. Whereas this year, from November onwards, the birds were moving onto the pitches. So all of these flocks arrived. Instead of just two adults, like there was the previous winter, there's two adults and maybe three, four young. So there's a group of six. And multiply that by, you know, a thousand pairs and then suddenly you have big huge numbers so the birds have been moving onto the pitches constantly since probably mid-November onwards and you think it's a good year for Brentkeys? it's been a great year um, for Brentkeys. just looking at firstly the numbers of birds but we would then check to see how many young birds there are within the flock and almost every adult has young birds with them
0: and who are you counting them for
2: I am doing a survey looking at what football pitches all of these Brent geese are are feeding on. So we're building up a picture of where the Brent geese are feeding, what they're doing, where they're going. And a lot of them will have these colour rings on them. Davric rings, they're called. And it's a colour combination with, with a letter or a number. So you might have yellow on the left, a yellow ring with the letter Y and a green on the right, letter six or number six. And then you might encounter that guy at rings end, but I also might encounter him over in Ballyfermot. So we now know where the birds are moving to. And I know from looking at some of the colour rings um, at these birds, I think there's a distinct north side bunch and a south side <laughs> bunch. Come on Ian. Yeah, the, I do, I do. That's and insecurity. No, no, no. But when you think about it, if you're a young bird, Right, you know. and and you've been brought to these pictures by by the adults. They're the pictures you, you tend to use, mm.
0: and you know those no, adults. Enough, those know, yeah,
2: adults yeah. may well have been shown those yeah. pictures by
0: their adults. Well, I so. meet Richard every Tuesday morning. Yes, yeah, yeah. and we meet. We walk around Fairview Park, and then I drop him up near Tongliggy Road. Yes, and you see oh. huge numbers. Spring there Springdale is a there. Parkland yes, there.
2: Springdale there is. It's Springdale. As, yes. yes, that's right. Um, there's football pitches there and uh, like you can have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and it's of lovely to there.
0: see and they're not alone yeah they're accompanied by a lot of uh oyster catcher oyster catchers curl and, and, and i was going to say red shank and green shank yeah. you see a lot yeah. of birds yeah. there a lot yeah. of waders. yeah there's
2: a lot of waders there and bar god or black tail godwits as well so, so they've so.
0: all gotten onto this idea that there's food inland
2: yeah. yeah well if you can imagine that like if if you're an oyster catcher or a curlew or black tail godwit you're probing you must be probing in in, in soft grass,
0: yeah.
2: muddy grass, and catching earthworms. Never have to has, get your feet wet. You don't have to get your feet <laughs> wet. Yeah, and um, you know it's 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 an interesting thing that you can get big numbers of, uh, particularly during stormy weather on the coast. You get big numbers of waders moving onto the football pitches. Mm. So there's this fascinating, you know dependency on football pitches uh, around... Aren't we around lucky to have them? Isn't it brilliant? And, you know, you go to a little green in the middle of a housing estate and there's 400 geese there and, like, you know, people just don't bat an eyelid now. I mean, we're the only capital city in Europe that has truly wild flying geese. You can go to London and there's Canada geese and there's, but they're, they're all feral. You know, we have birds that breed up in northern Canada, fly across the Atlantic... And they're walking around football pitches and and little greens in the middle and of the houses absolutely and it's it's and cool it's something i love it I, I
0: love it i love seeing them i have to yeah. say now what strikes me about where we are now so we're outside Irish Town stadium yes and once you go through and onto the stadium you've got the running track yes and then you've got the green in the middle yes, right. so are they feeding on They're the feeding green on the green okay yeah. so we can imagine what a running track looks yeah. like ladies and gentlemen yes, the green yes. bit is where the geese are feeding and then outside the perimeter of the running track you've got rings park yes which is a fantastic facility for everybody in the area Now, there is green grass, you've got Gaelic pitches, you've got football pitches, you've got a playground, you've got seated areas where people can just sit and relax, but you've also got astroturf. Yes. Now, it's a different kind of green. We know it's an artificial playing field. Do they ever make the mistake on going to the astroturf is what I'm wondering? Because there's more and more of it in Dublin now.
2: It is, and it's, it's possibly a problem in some areas... But you know, I always say, look, birds aren't thick. Okay, <laughs> sorry. You know, they're, they're going to land there, and they'll realise very quickly that this isn't, this isn't, you know, grass. They're not going to start eating plastic. You know, they're, they're, you know, give them credit. I always say. But when you have like a whole load of astroturf going in, it's a sort of one site that's lost to them. Right. So I would always encourage. Those, say, you know, football pitches that are thinking of AstroTurf, not to, to completely lay AstroTurf. Leave sections that are grass for, for your football pitch, and if you are putting in AstroTurf, that's fine, put in a small section. But maybe check to see, if you can, or if you're inclined, to check to see which which section of the football pitches are the favoured Areas for the for the geese because they do have favored areas.
0: <laughs> Look a bit odd. If only yeah, one third yeah. of the pitch was yeah. astroturf. Well, and the rest was yeah, grass. But Eric. like,
2: have one pitch that's astroturf and even oh, another I pitch is grass. Okay, yeah. Because,
0: but that is the case here in Ringsend. It's yeah. not all
2: astroturf. No, that's the point. And they will feed on the grass. They're not not stupid. But like, I I I was doing a survey recently for somebody, and um, <laughs> I I did what <laughs> sounds mad: a, a, a goose dropping the droppings, so that they they they're constantly, you know all the time they eat and they poo um, so you do a count of droppings so you walk down the middle of, of say a football pitch or two or three or four football pitches that are in a line and you count what the number of droppings you see either side of, of where you're walking so you might walk say uh, one pitch and you'll, you'll find that there's a thousand droppings on that pitch and then the next one is 600 and then the next one there might be only hundred droppings you can find and then the next one none Mm. so that will tell you where the geese are concentrating and and which is their favourite areas and it's a very interesting exercise to do Uh, of course you do get you know people looking at you like this half walking down the middle of the pitch counting goose droppings but it gives you great insight as to where the birds are and you know doing a simple exercise like that if you have like four or five football pitches you're going to put one into astroturf you know even an exercise like that will give you an indication of which area are the, the geese most comfortable in because it it may not just be grass it might well be that this is the area furthest from the 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 paths mm. where maybe dogs are mm. it might be the most sheltered areas things like that so you get a great insight as to what the what the geese are doing and what they like about it.
0: Food for thought in more ways than one.
2: Food for thought and lots of <laughs> droppings as, <laughs> and well. as
0: well. Anyway, Eric, thank you very much. No. When will they be gone? They, should, remind be, they
2: should be here mm-hmm. till the end of March, into the beginning of April. It will all depend on weather. Yeah. Really, the weather is the key. And they really do need to put on weight because for an Atlantic flight you need to have you, you need to have your body weight so you can live off your fat reserves. It's a bit like an aeroplane. You know, you can you can't fly to, to the States on a half empty tank of fuel. So you need to need to pack on that fuel to get you across. The other interesting thing is that the quality of the food on on football pitches is not as good as the natural eel grass that they have, so they tend to need to stay a little longer than previously, because the diet isn't as good. It's a bit right. like, uh, a bit like eating McDonald's constantly uh, rather than eating a, a proper balanced diet. So they need to actually stay a little bit longer uh, to to put on the body weight each each spring.
0: Other fast food outlets are available. Other fast. food <laughs> All right,
2: available. Eric. Thank you
0: very much indeed. My pleasure. Great guy is Eric, I have to say. Now, more details, as always, on our website, rte.ie forward slash Mooney. And do, if you live along the East Coast particularly, get a chance to see those Brentkes before they head off.